Hey, welcome to River City Media. We have a special treat tonight. Last week we had a new head coach, first time ever job. Today we have a new head coach with a ton of experience, but at a new school. So we're going to get a different look at it. And tonight, welcome aboard Coach Chad Barger of the Eastridge Pioneers. Coach, welcome and congratulations on the new job. Well, thank you, Randall. Uh, you know, we're excited over at the Ridge. Uh, you know, we, like I said, we've got a wealth of experience. We've hired several guys who, who are, who are East Ridge people, and and you know we've got we got guys on staff now ready to go. So uh, you know, hopefully we get this thing rolling and turned around. Coach, um, that's the first question that I you know I wrote down in my list. Uh, well, I'm getting feedback right now, but I'm clear now. The first question I had wrote down was, you accepted this job uh, from Tim James, a great guy. Someone that I've been around a lot, absolutely will do marvelous things with Hamilton County's athletic program. His dad's name's on the stadium. So you inherited a program with a lot of history. How do you embrace that, but you also bring a little bit of Chad into it? Well, you know, the big thing is, is, is you know, you can't replace Tim. You know, Tim, Tim was Tim is East Ridge, and and that's what I said even when I got hired. I'm like, you know, I just hope to do – you know, half the job that man has done to, to, you know, make that program what it is and to keep people, you know, make people proud to be an East Ridge pioneer. So first and foremost, I mean, you know, the James family and, you know, and Tim in particular bring me in, Tim and I've been friends for Lord, I guess 20, 20 plus years or so. Um, but just, just knowing, knowing what we're going into, I mean, you, you can't really replace Tim, but the good news is we, we, we've got, he's moved on to a, a fantastic opportunity. And, you know, I think that's a fantastic opportunity for Hamilton County. Um, but, you know, but as far as, as what we're doing, Tim gave me a lot of leeway in the offense. Obviously, I was the offensive coordinator for the past three seasons. Uh, you know, he really didn't – he really didn't meddle. He didn't He didn't do much. I mean, he as far as saying, Coach, you've got to do this, you've got to do that, this is what we're going to do, he kind of let me run with it. And, you know, and I, I was really good at helping him organize practices, getting things in and out, trying to be crisp. So as far as on the field stuff, there's not going to be a ton of changes. Uh, you know, off the field stuff, we've got some younger guys on staff that we brought in, maybe bring a little bit of life and excitement into it. Like I told Tim, I said, we were a staff of older coaches mm. in the last couple of years. I mean, we we were – he and I and Coach Upshaw and Coach Goddard, I mean, honestly, I was the youngest one of them, and I'm 45 years old. So, um you know that we we were kind of experienced older guys, and now we've hired three young assistants who played at East Ridge. Two awesome. of the three, two of the three had gone on to play in college. Um, you know, we hired DeAndre Chambliss, who just graduated from Emory and Henry, played defensive end at Emory and Henry. Um, we hired uh, a lot. We're hiring Alonzo Russell. He played at the University of the Cumberlands as wide receiver, and we uh, hired Eric uh, Eric Hubbard who ended up a, a stint in the military and, and has come back to uh, to coach. But he played, you know, at East Ridge. And with all three were outstanding players, and they're all three great young men. And, you know, and that, that's kind of what we we want our kids to see. You know, look look at what East Ridge High School's produced. Look at these, you know, these young men, these fine young men that East Ridge High School has produced. And, and you know, having that positive 
you know, that positive image and that positive role model there on staff as well. And, then, you know, I think that's really going to get these guys involved. And I think it might even get more kids interested because they remember when they were in elementary school yeah. and places, they remember these guys on the field playing. And, you know, a lot of them played when, when you know, they, they ran, what, they ended up 13-1 one year and end up in the uh, semi or quarterfinals, you know, one year. Though Those guys are playing in, in, in those teams and I think that was a, you know, that's going to be a huge uh, factor for, for us moving forward to get kids to come out and, and, and join the team. Is Coach uh, Goddard and Upshaw staying? or they- uh, Upshaw has, has taken a hiatus. He, he told us, he told Coach James, actually, even before, you know, anything had happened. He, this was his last year. This past okay. season was his last one coaching. He's, he said he's tired, as he said. But Coach Goddard is back. Yes, I, I don't know what I'd do without Coach Goddard's organizational skills. I mean that guy does a phenomenal job for us, and and you know, and I, I'd be hard, I'd be hard pressed not to make sure he stayed. Yeah, you know, I tried been... to get Coach Upshaw to stay, but Coach is he's dead set on taking because he also the girls said basketball coach. Yes, and Reggie's like just going from football to basketball to that. He said he goes, man. He said I just don't have any time, and you know, and, and he likes to watch his son play. You know, yeah. his oldest son still playing overseas, so he likes to watch him play and things like that. So you know, it gives him more time. And I think Coach Goddard's the head boys basketball coach. He was. There. Now, you know, he stepped that back. He He's actually helping Reggie and the girls. And, uh, you know, I think if, okay. if, if if we end up, we haven't, you know, we've talked about doing track. And, you know, I was the assistant track coach. I've been the head track coach at two other schools. And, you know, and, and Tim was the head track coach at East Ridge. I've, I've kind of talked to our principal about it, you know. Maybe maybe just bump that up and let me be the the head track coach too. But we'll just have to see about that one. You know, and Goddard would help me with uh, track as yeah, well because he's done that before. I've known Coach Goddard going back to UTC. Matter of fact, he uh, Lafay Wilkerson or now Lafay Goddard. Yes, she and I went to kindergarten together, and everyone, so uh, Coach Goddard's good people. His wife's good people. Good family. Uh, so that that's great to have that as an ally there. Absolutely for you. Yeah, we we love LaFay too, I, I man. Wanna, she's, she's just great. We we went to kindergarten. We went to kindergarten, elementary, junior high school, high school, and college together. Wow. I can't tell you how much I think of her. Oh, she's she's she fantastic. Really. Lady. Without without digging too far into details, last year was it's a it was by Eastridge standards not a good year. Right. Um, numbers were down a bit. You got to start rebuilding. We talked about defining success this year. What are you? What 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 is your? What is Coach Chad Barger going to define as success this year? Well, I mean, our our definition of success is going to be, you know, what kind of people are we? Number one, am I doing the right things in the classroom? Am I doing the right yeah, things on and off the field? Am I am I growing up and being a fine young man? You know, and that's everywhere we ever go. We don't want to, you know, coaches love talking about wins, losses, everything else. But our job is, is, is much more than that. We, we've we got to teach these young men how to be young men. And, you know, especially in this ever-changing climate, and this ever-changing world, we need upstanding, strong young men Absolutely. to be able to carry forth and become great citizens. And, you know, and, that, and what we can do with those guys, you know, I'll just be honest with you. I have a great group of kids. These these, these young men at East Ridge. I, I just tell you, you know, there's there's nothing I can't say about them because they are they've responded so far. Uh, they do what they're asked to do. They work hard. Uh, they're very respectful. 
Um, I, I, I'm telling you, I treat them like my own. And I've always told every, every team I ever coach, you know, I'm going to treat you guys like my own. And, you know, sometimes that comes with tough love. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, as, as long as these guys understand that we're there to become better human beings and, and, and better people, and, and, you know, football, football comes with that. The, you know, the, the better you become, the, the more, more of a, a, a fine young man you become, you're, you become more coachable, you become teachable. And, and that's the thing that's lost in our society. People aren't teachable. You know, we don't take teachable moments and, you know, we kind of, everybody forms their own opinion and that's kind of how it goes and everybody else is wrong. So, you know, being able to open up our minds to, to what's out there and to be able to understand that, you know, there's more than one way to do things. Um, so, that, you know, those guys have really responded. You know, our kids work really hard in the weight room. They work hard on the field. They ask questions. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're great. They're a great group of young men. So, you know, definition of, of success to me is watching our young men become successful in life. Uh, success on the field, uh, obviously, is getting better every week, playing with better technique, playing with more discipline, being very physical. And, you know, that's something we've been preaching to them since day one that we found this out. We're like, you know, we are going to be a physical football team. You know, I think that was something that we kind of lost last year is we weren't very physical. There were a lot of times where teams kind of pushed us around a little bit. So, you know, that's our big yeah. push now is to be a more physical, disciplined football team. And that, that's kind of what we're looking for in our success. You know, Coach, uh, we came over two years ago, and as most people know here on River City and on Marion Messenger, I do this Quatchie County Games. We came over, and, and behind the scenes, your brother Jeff is my color guy on our broadcast, and uh, I'd never been to East Ridge or been years since I've been to East Ridge. Coach James welcomed me, and, of course, yourself. Your kids did impress me that night. I heard more yes sirs, no sirs, just a great group of kids, and I think – that is something that, that me as a Hamilton County resident, we've lost focus on, you know, uh, those kids that are just, there's some absolutely great kids at East Ridge and, and Brainerd and East Hamilton, all over the county. And you Even at Hickson, who struggles with athletics, you know, it, it, we need to embrace these kids. A lot, of, mm-hmm. a lot of good kids in this county. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, every place I've ever been, every school I've ever been, I mean, you know, you always say, well, I can't believe you went there or how was it there? You know, 90, 95% of kids in every school are fantastic kids. Yeah. You know, and, and some of them are a little misguided. You know, that 5%, they're not bad kids. Sometimes they're misguided. Maybe they, you know, they, they may get in trouble, but you kind of have to find out what causes that. You know, many times it's just somebody, you know, these kids are screaming for attention. Absolutely, and, and they're they're looking for you know acceptance, and we've got to find that way. But you know, teaching and, and coaching at East Ridge has been no different than any other place I've ever been. And and you know, I enjoy being where I'm at. I uh, feel like we've got a good good group of leadership in our our, our new admin. Uh, you know, Mr. Uh, Juan Moreno is our principal. Was his, last year was his first year. Big transition uh, for everybody. But uh, uh, Mr. Moreno has 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 done a a, a bang up job. He's getting, he's getting things ready to go. And, you know, and, and it was, it was a crazy year for everyone in the County because as we explained it, said, so think about it. It's been 16 months for some of those kids. Yeah. Cause they had ever been in a structured setting. 
you know, they chose to, you know, a lot of kids last year, you know, the year before t- chose to go virtual. Yes. And, then, you know, it's been 16 months before the, since they've been in a classroom setting. So, you know, that's tough, uh, you know, and being able to be structured again and, and things like that. But, uh, you know, it, it, it was an interesting year, uh, but we, we handled it. And, and, you know, we always roll with the punches. That's education. I mean, it, it, it's, it, you never know what you're going to get. You know, right? it's like, kind of like, uh, kind of like Forrest Gump says with box of chocolates, because you never know what you're going to get because each day brings something new and it's always something new. And, and, you know, like we said at the end, when we retire, we're going to write a book because there's things in those education classes and all these things, especially when coaching that you never would expect to ever see. And, 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 you know, some of it's funny, some of it will just absolutely rip your heart out, but, you know, all in all, man, it's like I said, uh, we could we could write a, a bestseller, you know, once once all this stuff's over with. Of course, we'd, we'd withhold all names, I guess. But. Yeah, uh, that word, yes, sir, to me means a lot when you're a young man respecting someone. So uh, your team, I, I left there and I, I, I told Jeff, I said, I've not heard this many yes, sirs since I was maybe at a military base or something. But mm-hmm. that's a big compliment to the kids. But let's get on field just a little for a little bit well right. about it 20 you had you had a you uh you know we're coming out of COVID. we're fighting through things you had a pretty nice class two years ago yeah last year you were you were short leadership in the senior class mm-hmm. struggled uh two years ago your program was i mean i'm telling you they were on point yep a football program and uh we came over there and jumped out to a big lead or squatch county did Yep. And you're talking about mental toughness, fought back. You know, they did, especially with that game, man. I mean, it, at halftime, we rolled in there, and I just looked at them. I was like, number one, we're not playing East Ridge football. I was like, you know, I said, these guys are Valley kids, and they want to pr- pride themselves on Valley ball. So, basically, I just challenged our guys at halftime. I'm like, let's out-Valley the Valley kids. Absolutely. And we I- came out and absolutely punched them in the mouth in the second half, and they had no answer. So our kids woke up, you know, they, they went, they went through the motions in the first half and kind of got surprised a little bit. You know, we tried to get cute early and it kind of bit us, but you know, we, we decided to just line up and play smash mouth second half and, and it really worked for us. How many position battles do you think you go into the fall with? Are you, are you, are, is everything open? You set uh, well, I mean, you, everything's always open. Um, I've got some kids that are really battling, you know, we've got some positions, especially up front. You know, where we struggled last year was was basically basically up front. So, offensive and defensive lines. I mean, we've got some kids battling hard. Uh, quarterback. I mean, you know, we we had a kid. I thought we solidified in the spring, but then had another kid come on uh, as well. So, I mean, you know, we got a two underclassmen battling out kind of at quarterback right now. So, you know, we we've got a lot of open positions, and I enjoy having open positions because the more competition you have, the better it'll make you really. So if if you have kids battling every day, not not already comfortable in that position, uh, you know, it seems like they work a little harder. Coach, that's a, that's an excellent point. That's something we've talked about with several coaches. We always hear as fans like me, competition makes you better in practice, but it truly does. Mm-hmm. If your second team guy is pushing your first team guy, he's going to get better. If your second team guy's threatening the first team guy. He's going to work harder. Mm-hmm. How important is it to build competition in practice even? Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, we, we've <laughs> got to find ways to get 
you always, you know, as, as coaches, you say you always want your good on goods in practice to really, mm-hmm. really find out, you know, where you are. Um, my best year at Sequatchie County, you know, I mean, we we went through a quarterback change. I think it was week three. Uh, we had a new quarterback change in, and then we went on a, I guess it was about a six or seven game roll there towards the end, you know, before we were eliminated by Good Pasture in the second round of the playoffs. But we were rolling pretty good with with the kid we had, you know, and we brought in a quarterback who's now the uh, often he's offensive coordinator at uh, Cumberland County, you know, oh, uh, Sean Cooley. Yeah, he's he's up there coaching now, but but we brought him in at quarterback. He was our wide receiver in DB, and you know, and I'm like. Maybe we can get him at Q and and see what happens. And actually, had one of my assistant coaches. And he goes, "How about Cooley at, at quarterback coach?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, I mean, as, as little as we'd been throwing, I'm like, might as well." And we come rolling there. We actually ended up being able to throw the ball a little better, um, you know. And he 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 was pretty cool under pressure, and and we ended up, you know, going on a pretty big roll. So, so you know that that. That can happen. I mean, these guys step up. You have guys that step up out of nowhere. And, you know, another another great story we like to tell is a kid that played defensive end for me at Sequatchie County as a as a freshman and sophomore. You know, he's one of those kids that you don't know as a coach. And, like, he may or may not ever see the field. Um, you know, he was struggling at times. Came on at the end of his junior year, started getting a little playing time, a little special teams. And, dadgum, if he didn't, if he didn't play defensive end, one of the best, that I've ever coached as a senior. That kid really developed, and he's still he's he's in the military now. But but you know Joey Joey was a a, a terror his senior year. I mean this this kid really developed between his junior and senior year, and and just looked like a different player. So you know you're always getting surprised with those kids with a year in the weight room and a year older uh, as they mature. So you know we, we see it, and then the weight room does does wonders too. These kids, we've got a core group that's really been working. And several have absolutely just changed their physical appearance. And, and it's been impressive to watch. Before you were at Sequatchie, because everybody knows you from the Valley, you played in Bledsoe. Uh-huh. You were at Tennessee for a while. So this is not your first catch. Uh, I believe it was Lake County. No, I was at Cannon. David was at Lake, yeah. But I was at Cannon was my first head coaching job. That was, it was a crazy, crazy time, too, because I had actually, like, when Coach Macrosy is the guy that repl- uh, that uh, hired me at Sequatchie, fresh out of college, couple you know, couple years later they let him go, and you know I, I'm 25, 20, yeah, 25 I think at the time. I'm like, heck, I'll apply for the job. You know, they're like, hey, you're a little bit young, okay. So they hiring uh, Kevin Saunders. I worked with Kevin for a year. Um, I was Kevin's defensive coordinator. Kevin and I got along great, and he he was like, "Man, he said you're gonna be a, you're gonna be a head coach soon." All right, then this job opened up in Cannon County in Woodbury, and I'm like, I don't know anything about them other than when I was in high school, we played them. They were in our district, you know, and they were they were average. I mean, they were a five and five team, and so I applied, and we start kind of looking around, and I'm like, "Man, this place has really gone down." And they had not been very good. Uh, Bro, oh end up getting getting offered the job, and I'm like, "Well, you know." First head coaching job, let's go for it. And ended up going over there and, uh, you know, was there for three years before I came back to Sequatchie. You know, we had we had some success when I'd taken over a team that had won uh, four games in five years. And we went four and six that first year. Ended up, you know, two years later, we had the first winning season since, I think it was 1980-something, um, and like 89 or something like that. And 
We we beat our rival for the first time since 1968. They beat DeKalb County finally. Um, so we, you know, we had some success there, and then I came into Sequatchie at the right time because they had gone. Kevin had left after the year after I left. You know, he, he stayed one more year. Then they hired a, a young guy who's actually come back to Sequatchie as an assistant. But uh, Coach Armstrong was there for two years. They struggled. Um, he he actually resigned. Of course, they didn't they didn't let him go. They, he resigned. Um, then my wife's grand, grandmother got sick, and you know she was she was not doing well, and we we had that decision to make, and we came back stayed with her until she passed. So, you know that was one of those things when we came back we took over a program that was one in 19 first year we went six and five uh kind of sh- uh, shocked some people we won we we came out of the gates on fire won our first five games but you know they didn't tell us the second half of the season you were going to play tyner marion when they went to the semifinals uh tyner marion boy buchanan um you know midway when midway went 10 and 3 they went to the quarterfinals uh they nobody told us that we were going to have those four of those uh last five games were going to be those guys so you know, we struggled a little bit towards the end and ended up going to Smith County uh, for the first round of the playoffs. But, but you know, we went up. We had four straight winning seasons uh, before my last year at Sequatchie. So we we went on a decent little roll. I tell people, it, Cannon was when you took Cannon, and I've said it publicly before. It was about the bottom of high school football. So uh, I tell I make the comparison. It was like winning at Bandy. Uh, oh. It, it, yes, sir. It absolutely was. I mean, it was a it was a struggle. It was crazy. Uh, I had never seen the like the depths that it had gone, you know, and and like mm-hmm. we were dressing in the gym, and they ended up getting a field house and stuff by the time I was done done there. So that was a you know they made some major upgrades, and now with the new coach, which is Coach Matt Daniel. Matt was my assistant coach. He was my offensive line coach, and then eventually I named him offensive coordinator. Um, but he was one of my assistants, and Matt does a fantastic job there. Does great, jo- great guy too. I interviewed him. Oh, he's super guy. Yes, sir. Cannon County treated me treats us because they're in our district uh, like kings. I, I appreciate them over at Cannon. <laughs> Speaking of districts, coach, <laughs> TWSAA didn't do you any favor when they did redistrict you last time. Uh, no, no. I'm telling you, all these all these bigger schools dropped down to four A. I mean. Well, of course, then Red Bank jumped up, but you know, you got Red Bank, you got East Hamilton, you've got Saudi Daisy now, 4A school. They're, you know, I don't know if they're hiding kids and in, in, in numbers and things like that, but who knows? But uh, you know, and you know, there's some good football coaches in this in this district too. I mean, they Red Bank just hired Coach Gatewood. Gatewood's fantastic football yeah. coach. Carter Cardwell at, at Saudi Daisy, they're, you know, super super class gentleman, super football coach. Um, you know, you look at East Hamilton with Grant Reynolds. Grant does a great job at East Ham. I mean, we are we are heavy, heavy, and and really, really good football coaches as well in this district. So, you know, I guess that's why we're the uh, fifth toughest schedule in 4A, probably because of this schedule. You know, and then we didn't do ourselves any favors in the uh, you know non-district games with with guys like Silverdale and Cleveland. So, you know, we we we've got our hands full. Coach, we talked before we come on the air, and I, I think it's already uh, – I think it's interesting because you are ingrained in the Valley. You are as Valley as Valley gets. And, and we used to play East Ridge, and I think that it helped both programs. I think it helped the Valley schools see an athlete at a different level 
or athleticism at a different level. And maybe our kids came over and was a toughness. Is that something you'd like to bring back with your history in the Valley? Oh, man, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I would love to be able to play guys in the Valley and, and, and play some of those teams in the Valley as well. I mean, we're actually scrimmaging Marion County on the 29th. You know, that's our first scrimmage. We're going over there to visit Coach Starkey. Uh, you know, Tim, Tim and I are good friends and, you know, we're going to, we're going to head over there. Um, but you know, absolutely. I mean, you know, the distance isn't bad. I mean, the travel's not bad for anybody in the Valley to go, you know, cross the mountain. Uh, <clears throat> well with, you know, with Sequoia high school up in Madisonville in our district yeah. too. I mean, that's a, it, I'd much rather drive to, to Dunlap or Marion or, or South Pittsburgh or, Someplace like that, and then they have to hop on the bus and drive all the way up to Madisonville. So that's a long that's drive. That's a long drive. Almost as bad as two years ago going to Elizabeth. And yeah, yeah. That was a that was a trip and a half now. Yeah, we interviewed Coach Starkey, great guy. Coach Starkey is one of my favorites, too. Coach, um, let's get off the field for a second. Now, you know, I, I have a daughter in Hamlin County Schools, as we talked about, and we're we do the band. Right. She's not complete, loves music. And, you know, we're always looking for funding. And and, it, and it's the same for you guys on the football end. You got to do a lot of fundraising. People don't think about to pay for those buses or those cool uniforms. And right. the thing that gets the kids' attention. And let's face it, the reason I do what I do with the radio, the reason you coach is for the kids. This is important to them. And you want them to have a, a first-class experience, too. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we were we're very fortunate to have had some donors, uh, you know, really come through in the last couple of years at East Ridge to get us the facility that we now have. Beautiful. That, that uh, I mean, tell you, that new field house and weight room and everything that we moved into in April is phenomenal. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, I don't think it's I don't think there's any public school in Hamilton County that has that type of field house with the weight room and locker rooms that we have. It's just, it, it's phenomenal. Um, you know, we can't thank those guys enough. You know, it, it, then you look into funding, right? Transportation is going to go up. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we're going to hold, I think we're going to try to do, uh, you know, the 30 days of Pioneer football with the calendars and, and things like that. But our booster club obviously does the ad sales for the fences and, and things. So if there's any businesses around, you know, want to advertise, there'll be uh, ad sales in East Ridge, um, obviously, and, and things of that nature. We always look for people to sponsor meals for our pregame meals for our kids. People don't think about things like that. I mean, it's yeah. <clears throat> when you're feeding 50 hungry teenagers, I mean, it isn't cheap. You know, a lot of people will pitch in, even at some places we like, well, coach, we'll do this for $7 a head. Okay. $7 a head at 50 kids. Now, now we're talking a little bit of money every week. So, yeah. you know, when you're looking at 350 plus dollars, plus, you know, you got to feed your coaches and usually the bus driver and whoever else is with us. So, but, you know, that stuff gets expensive. Travel, travel is expensive. And we have six away games this year because <clears throat> we're doing it like a double trip to Cleveland. Uh, you know, we, we, we worked out a contract there with them. Where we're going to play at Cleveland two years in a row. So, you know, go up and play on the turf. So, but we, we have four home games this year. So when you always take away one home game, that's, you know, anywhere from three to $5,000 less than you would make the year before. So, you know, that, that gets kind of tough. So and we're looking, you know, probably going into that sponsorship for the calendars and, and things of that nature. 
Coach, anything you get going, let us know, and we'll advertise it, of course. Um, also, what if, what if you're sitting at home right now and you're a supporter of the Easter Edge Pioneers program, buying a ticket and filling those stands up is something that you can do fairly cheap. Uh, four games, yeah. 10 bucks a game, $40. It means a lot to the kids, Coach. Absolutely. You know, it's funny you say that because, like, we had a seven-on-seven, seven, you know, the, uh, on the 23rd of June right before the, you know, the, the exiting of the dead period. We had uh, three other teams. Bledsoe was involved. We had Bledsoe, Walker Valley, and Tryon, Georgia, all come to our place for a, kind of a little passing day. Um, it's funny because we – summer school's going on. Some of the teachers there, the kids have a couple of their, you know, their favorites. So they were hitting up, you know, like Miss Netterville, one of the math teachers that really has been – tutoring a lot of our kids and working hard with them. And they're like, you're going to be there, right, Miss Netterville? And she's like, guys, I'm in summer school. But, you know, we had teachers and things show up, kind of watch. And, you know, those kids see it. And mm -hmm. we don't understand, as a teacher and a coach, you, you understand that because they know, you know, kids that I have in class that play other sports, they know if you're there or not. They, you know, they, they may not – they may be they may be trouble in the classroom sometimes, but but if you don't go to one of their games, that Monday rolls around, they're gonna be like, Coach, you weren't at the game last night, or you wasn't at the game the other night, and you know they know those kids, and it, and it means something to them to have people there to support them. Man, the th that crowd when the crowd gets in, there's nothing like Friday night game when that crowd gets into it, and that crowd's big. So you know, fill those seats. That that's fantastic. You know, I mean that that. The, the Valley is, is like we said, when I was at Sequatchie, we actually went to Bledsoe. I guess it was my third year at Sequatchie. We had to travel as that weird where they had that wild card stuff. You know, we were, we were, a, <clears throat> I guess a seven and three football team and had to go on the road to Bledsoe County to, uh, to play the first round playoff game. And that first round playoff game was the third highest grossing uh, playoff game in the state of Tennessee for that day. Regardless of classification, yeah, and that's a three A school versus a three A school at the time, and it was I can't remember the the, the gate was eighteen nineteen thousand dollars, you know it was it was crazy. It was the third highest grossing uh, playoff game for a first round game in the state that week. That's, so that that tells you the valley and how much that means to people, and those type games are phenomenal. They are. I've been privileged to call a lot of them now and it's one of my favorite rivalries of all time coach i i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go back in time a little bit uh oh now this one this is a question that i, I got about three desks over today at man Hummel. uh oh uh, he asked me uh to bring up he said that you were a pretty good running back at bledsoe county but the way you got taught to be a pretty good running back was him and your other brother david would get in the hallway and pitch you to football, and you had to get past them in the hallway to score a touchdown. It did, yeah, it, it, absolutely. It, and, it, and that hallway, you gotta understand, that hallway is three foot wide, maybe four foot yeah. wide. Yeah, and then Jeff at the time, of course, my brother, you, he's he's not a little fella. You know, he, he's got those big broad shoulders, so I mean, he's had to tuck and go. It's one cut, as we used to say. It's just a one cut run. But yeah, absolutely. We used to get in, we used to get in a lot of trouble playing playing sports in the house, uh, playing tackle football in the hallway. Uh, we used to play wrestling like in the bedrooms. 
mom used to have this big chest of drawers when we were little kids. Me and Dave would climb up there and, uh, you know, we'd, we'd do those off the top rope moves off from, from the top of the chest of drawers on the bed. So those type things. So, you know, we used to get in trouble a lot for playing in the house like that. But that, that's absolutely 100% true. Hey, he said y'all broke a lot of paneling in that hallway. We did. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, Chad, before we get our coach Barger, before we get off here, let's let's talk about your dad for just a second. Mm-hmm. Your dad, absolute legend on the softball field. Oh my, yes. And, and and y'all grew up playing with him. Do you think where you become a coach was just going around with your dad playing softball a little bit? Well, that and just the competitive nature. I mean, you know, that was one of those things that we we as a family are super competitive. Oh yeah, I like it's always we're gonna one up each other no matter what. You know, uh, being you know the brothers there, we we are super super competitive. You know, we're we're gonna we're gonna win at checkers. We're gonna win at whatever. We're gonna try to play. You know, we're we're gonna try to do the best we can to beat each other. Uh, but but at the end of the day, you know, my brothers are my best friends, so. You know, we, we, we know if something happens, they're always a phone call away. Yeah, well, your brother's a friend of mine, the beyond friend, and me and him travel a lot of roads together. He won't ride with me anymore, Chad. Oh, why he not? Said, he said he, that I think that white lane is like one of those kids' rides. You're supposed to straddle it. Oh, I got you. Well, tell hey. him at least you're not straddling the yellow line on the other side, right? Yeah, well, he's re- he's retired me from driving when we go on road trips. He I said, got you. He said it's just safer to ride than it is to drive with or ride with me. So yeah, Bob's and I ride. Coach, before we get off here, what else can we do? Uh, is there anything you want to bring up or anybody you would like to thank? Uh, also, I, I, I think we ought to uh, definitely give a shout out, to Coach James. Absolutely, I, one of my favorite people in the whole world. You ain't kidding. I mean, it, and it's funny because we still talk pretty much on a daily basis. I'll. I'll text him and, and, and just something funny. I mean, something funny that happens. I'm I'm calling him, hey man, you'll never guess what happened today. You know, and, and he'll he'll call me, he'll go, What have you done in the field yet? You know, just just messing with me. But you know, he's he like I said, he is he's a great dude. You know, I I can't thank him enough for bringing me over to East Ridge with him. Um, you know, we we've had a lot of good times and you know it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be different without him there. Uh but you know, I ain't gonna say if he will or he won't, but I could probably see him sneak into a few ball games, uh, and watching. And, and I told him, I, I said, "You got an open invitation anytime you want to sit in the booth." I said, "We'll just reverse roles there," because I've been in the booth for three years, so he could he can sit up there anytime. But you know, definitely, definitely thinking Coach James and and uh, Mr. Moreno, Juan Moreno, our principal, uh, to have faith in in, in me and 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 to and to let you know put me in charge of this, this program. Um, but, you know, hopefully we can build something that the community East Ridge can be proud of. Chad, uh, I'd love to get you back on during the season sometime. Maybe we can talk it out, work it out, maybe in a bye week, maybe before a big game. But again, uh, we support you. We're, we're thankful to have coach Barger at East Ridge as a member of this community. It gives me one more rooting interest. And, uh, you know, I may head, uh, Dunlap every Friday night, but the first thing I'm doing every commercial break, I'm like, East Ridge is up seven, Saudi mm-hmm. Day is up twelve. You yep. know, we we Hamilton County folk care more than we let on sometimes mm-hmm. about our high school sports. So absolutely, you're absolutely. at a good spot, and I expect 
when we do this interview a year from now or two years from now, you will be excited and telling me, hey, we can compete or we can do this. So yep. uh, I'm excited to have you there and I appreciate your time. And again, uh, we start the, that Marion County scrimmage is when? Because I'm coming. To uh, Ju- July 29th. That's our, that's our first scrimmage. And I believe we've kind of worked it out to where it's going to be maybe 6.30 Central Time, 7.30 Eastern. Yeah, we're trying to you know trying to have it early enough where we can get some good work in, but not too early where we're gonna have to wait for the heat. So, you know, yeah. hopefully, hopefully it'd be kind of cool that day. But I'm I'm gonna say no, it won't be. But you know that that's gonna be the thing. And right now, I I, I don't know if it's gonna be a three way scrimmage or not. It kind of was set up as that to begin with. I think Howard may be joining us too, but you know I don't know if if, if they've got something different going on or not. But when it all solidifies. Coach Starkey will, will put all the information out there for sure, but yeah. uh, you know we we're just we're just happy to go wherever we can get some competition and play. You know, I just want to almost want our kids to see good quality football, and you know Marion County is going to be a good football team. So, you know, I want I want our guys to see see good quality, physical, hard nosed opponents that get after you, and you know, and that's that's the only way to get better. Well, it's not it's not a missed on me that I want it to start this series with you. And Coach Starkey, because I felt like those were two faces in familiar places that have an opportunity to succeed. So, Chad, uh, Coach Barger, it's hard for me to call you Coach Barger. Oh, you do whatever. I've it's, been called worse, Randall. I've been called worse. I promise. Yeah, it makes it hard. Yeah. Uh, you keep. I'm gonna get your brother. Let me tell you now. We'll let you go. Your brother's a pretty good color guy, but he's got a Scott screaming touchdown. When I'm 40 yards away with the football, he gets a excited on me. He's going to score. He, he knows he's going to score, right? Yeah, he'll start scoring touchdown. Now, I'll admit, we're radio, so I'm behind the play. Right. He's killing me. <laughs> killing me. So, for Coach Chad Barger of the East Ridge Pioneers, for Randall Cunningham, this is River City Media, and we've enjoyed your time. And come see us again. Thank you, guys.